You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. You can also get us on youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackowitz, the rector of the cathedral, and co-host Mark Teresi, executive director of the cathedral. And by the way, Mark, I'm very impressed that our engineer producer, Michael May, is doing this by himself at this point. He's running back and forth like a crazy man. He's got a powered two. chair. He's got a powered chair back and forth Bad flying like crazy. So now, folks, today is the Feast He's of the Immaculate Conception, December 8th, a holy day of obligation. And sometimes yeah. the, like the myth or rumor, Immaculate Conception is not the birth of Jesus. Right. It's the birth of Mary without original sin. So it's regarding Mary's birth, not the birth of so Jesus. So in her womb, she can carry per- the perfect child. Exactly. So sometimes people think, oh, the Immaculate Conception is she gave birth to Jesus. No. no, that's Christmas morn, but it's Mary born without sin. Again, our phone number three one two two five five eight four zero eight. 212-255-8408. And uh, how are you doing, Mark? Good. You know, I want to invite our listeners and viewers, uh, our Christmas, the Rector's Christmas concert tomorrow at Holy Name, 7 p.m. If you go online, holynamecathedral.org, you have to reserve your seats, but the tickets are free. So that, but also our noon mass on Monday in honor of Our Lady of Guadalupe, our nuns, the Oblate Sisters, renew their vows at that mass. It'll be a beautiful liturgy. So two invitations for our listeners so and viewers. And a beautiful concert with Rich Daniels and the City Lights Orchestra. He is phenomenal. His entourage around him is fantastic. And Father Greg does two selections from the Messiah. They're absolutely stunning. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, Mark Teresi has the singing voice. I do not. I have trouble singing Happy Birthday. We do. We sing. There's a sing-along, the second part of the concert. We sing. Yeah, but watch me. (laughs) Yeah, I just kind of mouth along. (laughs) And you you have the microphone. If anybody notices, I would give you the microphone. I'm just kind of moving my lips. We'll see. We'll see. Silently. Great program lined up again on number 312255. (laughs) 8408. The 16th annual Posada Seeking Immigration Reform will take place on Friday, December 16th. All are welcome to walk and pray in solidarity with our immigrant sisters and brothers who, at the Holy Family, sought a place to stay, have been knocking on the doors for a legislative shelter or Posada year after year. This year, Pastoral Margatoria the Archdiocese of New York, and the Archdiocese of Baltimore will join us simultaneously to elevate our voices for immigration reform. Joining us for the first half hour is Mark Goebel and Mauro Pineda. Mark, Mauro, good morning. 
Good morning. Good morning, Father Greg and Mark. Welcome. 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 Now, Mauro, I was talking to Mark Teresi off the air. You went to Niles College, correct? I sure did, yes. Now, what years were you there, uh, Mauro? I graduated. I was the last graduating class, actually, so uh, 1994. So, which right. means then I recruited you as a college freshman seminarian in 1990. I'm sure you did, yes. Yeah, I, oh. I see. I, I really stick out in your mind. I can yeah, tell. Yeah, really. And, uh, it was memorable. A, huh? a memorable <laughs> event. But, uh, so, the, so when I no, met no, you... But I, I do remember you finally, though, Father, because uh, you played a pretty big role when, uh, when, the, when the Cardinal passed away. Uh, you were really, really important during the, the last Mass. Uh, and so I remember you finally. So and that would be 1996 with Cardinal uh, Bernadine oh, wow. on television. Yes. You have a good memory, but I remember. Now you came from the, the high school seminary and entered as an 18-year-old college freshman. Correct. Wow. Which, which Quigley? Would it be, that would have been Quigley? Archbishop Quigley. Archbishop right? Quigley. They had merged. Quigley South. Yeah, Quigley, Quigley South. South? Yeah. And then at, uh, yeah. And, and Mark... Where are you from originally, Mark? I'm originally from Pennsylvania, Erie, Pennsylvania. Erie, Pennsylvania. When did you, when did you come yes. to uh, Chicago? I came to Chicago. This would have been initially in uh, 1995. 95. Oh, so wow. you've been in Chicago 27 years. I went away for a couple of years. I, I went away for uh, business school, okay. and I, I came back here. Now, the question yeah, I have for you, Mark, um, is are you a Steelers or Eagles football fan? I am neither. I'm actually a, I almost embarrassed to say, Cleveland Browns fan. You're a, a how did Cle- that happen? Okay, that's interesting. How did it end up being, <laughs> how do you get Cleveland coming out of uh, Pennsylvania? It's uh, the influence of uh, my father. Oh, yeah, he's been okay. a diehard. Both my parents are from Cleveland. Oh, there it is. And, there it is. Um, I just identified with uh, with sort of um, the spirit of the Browns back back mm-hmm. in back in that day, with uh, you know um, Jimmy Brown, just, and Frank uh, Ryan, those the diehard, yeah. you know, um, trying hard and not giving up. And they had a a, f- a few good years uh, back yes. when they had uh, uh, Bernie Kosar. Yes. And, um, and go really, before uh, that to what uh, Jimmy Brown probably made the greatest runner, one of the greatest runners in the history well, of the game. Mauro, I had a question. Business school to now immigration reform. What was that journey? That's all, that's all God is doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in uh, supply chain consulting here in Chicago after business school. And uh, my faith really um, became uh, something which was much more of a living reality in my daily life. And I worked in some young adult ministry um, groups and one thing led to another. I started taking classes at, at, over at Catholic Theological Union mm-hmm. and then gradually uh, got connected with um, with the Catholic Campaign for Human Development with the Archdiocese mm-hmm. and met my eventual boss, Elena Segura. Oh, and um, wonderful! I've been with the immigration ministry ever since its inception in two thousand, and uh, I joined in two thousand and seven. Now, here here's a little bit of a tie. I think you'd probably be involved. So, we have our concert Friday, Rich Daniels City Lights Orchestra, and Rich Daniels has 
He's the conductor of that orchestra, but he's been involved in your immigration group, hasn't he, with the Archdiocese? He's really done miraculous work. Um, he's, he's really phenomenal. Uh, I don't know how he finds the time to do what he does, but um, <clears throat> we just held a big uh, annual fundraiser called Keep Hope Alive mm-hmm. at uh, one of our great partners' facilities, uh, St. Ignatius College Prep. And, oh, um, sure. We were delighted to be able to honor him with our uh, Lifetime Achievement Award, and he truly deserves it, not just for our work, but for missions across across Chicago and beyond. He's very Beautiful. incredibly generous. He'll yeah. be with us tomorrow evening in the cathedral, right, Rich Daniels right. and the City Lights Orchestra. And you know, maybe for, for a moment, Mark, give us the history of this whole group, this immigration reform group, going back to the Archdiocese of Chicago, and the importance of it we just got to keep moving this train forward. So give us a little bit of the history. Sure. Well, um, back in 2005, when um, it seemed uh, that Congress was uh, poised to to act on immigration reform, of course, we know what happened. Um, it kind of it kind of fizzled. But um, that same year, the U.S. Catholic Conference of Bishops had uh, launched the Justice for Immigrants campaign, the Catholic Campaign for Immigration Reform. And um, there were uh, several objectives, including uh, to educate um, for uh, greater awareness about uh, the benefits of immigrants and immigration to our country, uh, the the need and benefits for immigration reform. And there was also an important advocacy piece to, um, to that mission and um, the uh, the third piece was um, was to provide services for um, for immigrants, so uh, to help them, um, you know, be, uh, have a legalized status in naturalization. Of course, that last piece could not happen because because uh, reform did not pass. Right. So um, that actually left or uh, led to um, the development of of uh, really. Um, one of our truly um, important um, ministries today, which is Pastor Migatoria, which is very closely connected with with the Posadas, and uh, their um, kind of their uh, the Posadas um, and the movement of the Posadas, not just to sh- across Chicago, but across the whole country. Now, Mara, what about your journey? From we talked a little bit about the college seminary. Um, from the college seminary now to immigration reform, How, what were major steps in that journey? Well, right after Niles, um, I went to work as a missionary in in Mexico. Uh, were it was you a with partnership the... that Bernadine, uh, Cardinal Bernadine had set up oh, yeah. with the diocese of Chilpancingo, uh, Chilapa, mm-hmm. and I went to work as a lay missionary for three years uh, after. Uh, Niles, and so I, I always stayed connected with with the church. I decided not to move on to to Mandalay. It was a personal decision, but um, I've always been connected with with the Catholic Church, and this uh, working in this mission was one of those things. Um, but the thing that connects me to to immigration, I believe, is when I was six years old, I was brought to this country uh, undocumented. Mm-hmm. And so for 10 years, I was, you know, what people would call, you know, we we're trying to move away from the word illegal, mm-hmm. but I was you know, undocumented for those 10 years. And so 
you know, when I came back from the mission, I eventually went to Catholic Theological Union, Kamai MDiv, and decided that I would work. Um, my ministry would involve immigration in one way or another to help the people who are, you know, t- today in the same situation that my family was in when I was a child. Mm-hmm. That's a great yeah. story. Yeah. You know, maybe for our, for our listeners, Mark, mm-hmm. we talk about the Posada. What is that all about? What does the word mean? Sure. So, um, Posadas uh, are modeled on our Mexican religious tradition. And um, you touched on it, Father Greg, earlier in the program. It reenacts um, Mary and Joseph's journey to Beth- Bethlehem. And um, as we know, they traveled from place to place, uh, most likely, and they were seeking shelter before the birth of Jesus Christ. So really, it's a symbolic search for shelter. Um, our immigrant brothers and sisters have been knocking on the door of this country for shelter, and they are today's Marys and Josephs, uh, much like the Holy Family. Um, they're they're vulnerable, uh, um, and they're seeking uh, shelter and protection, um, but also uh, often face rejection. So um, the, the Posada celebrates the importance of hospitality and, and, and welcoming. Um, during the Posada, which we'll get in, into more in a moment, um, uh, Mary and Joseph are symbolically turned away at several locations before they're finally uh, welcomed um, with open heart and open mind um, at the final location where they can finally find a, a um, safe place for the birth of Christ. That's well, great. let's do this. Great summary. Yeah, it's, it is a great summary. And what, why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break? Uh, and when we come back, let's continue to educate people to the Posada. I remember at the college seminary, my dean of students, we did the Posada every year. I mean, we were trying to teach the seminarians about it. And people, really, it's a very emotional experience. Yes, it is. We'll be back. WNDZ 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-840. You go to YouTube dot com slash catholic chicago we'll come back talk to mark and maro more about the posada and how people in our archdiocese can get connected with it we'll be back in a few minutes please stay tuned Catholic Charities Refugee Resettlement Program has been especially busy this year, assisting individuals and families who have fled dangerous situations in their homeland, including Afghanistan and the Ukraine. The Refugee Resettlement Team helps with everything they need to start to rebuild their lives in a new country, including housing, employment, clothing, food, English classes, and referrals for legal and immigration services. The refugees are tremendously grateful for the compassion and practical help they're receiving, and they're giving back and helping each other plan for a brighter, safer future. Volunteer opportunities are currently available for those who would like to be family mentors and tutors so children and adults can practice English. To learn more about these rewarding opportunities, call 312 
312-655-7096. That's 312-655-7096. I feel special. <laughs> I feel great. I got good grades. We've seen a huge surge in our kids now meeting or exceeding grade level. Come check us out. You may have never thought we were an option before. Catholic Charities' 75th Annual Celebration of Giving is underway in support of those who are struggling to make ends meet every day. Individuals, families, colleagues, neighbors, parishioners, and friends purchase thousands of gifts and basic necessities to ensure Catholic Charities' clients and their families have a joyful Christmas morning. There are many ways to get involved, including online wish lists that make giving easier than ever before. If you can join us in this special Chicago Christmas tradition as volunteers and donors, please email us at cog at catholiccharities.net. That's cog at catholiccharities.net. Or call 312-655-7401 in Cook County and 847-782-4210 in Lake County. Thank you for helping us spread Christmas cheer this year throughout Cook and Lake Counties. Back, WNDZ 750M, Catholic Chicago 312-255-840. You can go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackowitz, Mark Teresa here. Father Greg, you had a question for our guests. First of all, did you uh, notice, Mark, that the last commercial with Catholic Charities yeah. was the golden voice of our producer-engineer, Michael May. Very the, go the golden, the golden well decimal done. voice. Very, very well done, Mark. Or, or should I say, uh, Michael. Uh, Mauro, quick question. That is... Um, in the tradition of your with your background, why is the Posada such a phenomenal, strong Mexican tradition? Well, I I, I believe that you know uh, the the story of Christ um, means you know so much because of the um, the fight that they were seeking. Uh, shelter. So we're we're re you know we're reenacting the story for you know for Matthew where Mary and Joseph they need to protect you know uh, the life of Jesus uh, when uh, where he will be born and um, and, and so I I think it it represents you know we see the struggle the the desperation perhaps uh, in both Mary and Joseph. And we see that same desperation in, in our own lives and like that comparison. And that's why, you know, we have the posadas every year. Um, posadas take place 
every day, you know, uh, from the 16th all the way to the uh, the 25th. That's right. Uh, that's right. There's a posada every day, and so I, I think that's the reason. It's that that, that suffering that, that that need to find refuge, of uh, you know, from our situations um, that connects us to the posada so much. And it and it's interesting. In the, our two youngest daughters are adopted from Mexico, so we spend a lot of time in in Mexico. And but one of the things I've I learned from the folks in Mexico was what a personal relationship they have with Mary. Oh, absolutely. Um, that, you know, they, they, the one woman that I, we were working with said, you know, I was speaking with my lady. You know, I mean, it's a very, very... Or if you notice, Mark, right behind Maro, for those who are watching live stream, is, is the screen widens. There is Our Lady of Guadalupe, Guadalupe yeah. over your right shoulder, Maro. Yeah. I mean, it's a very very huge and very very visible it's a beautiful way to make the journey real for for us for today for today and Absolutely. i was wondering is it live give us some specifics is it live mark maybe is it live how are you connecting with other dioceses with Baltimore, I mean, new york i'm kind of fascinated by that sure excuse me so um it is live and uh um, we are uh, grateful and blessed that um, because uh, the COVID pandemic has lightened up quite a bit, we're able to do it um, in person. Mm -hmm. For a couple of years, we we had done it uh, entirely online, but um, so it's done. It's done live um, in downtown Chicago on December sixteenth. Beginning where, but, Mark? Um, I'm sorry. Beginning where? Okay, where, where so start? the route is that it. It begins downtown at uh, at the um, at the uh, USCIS immigration office, which is um, at 101 West Ida B Wells Drive, mm -hmm. and then uh, we we process to four other locations, um, including across the street to the Metropolitan Correctional Center, followed by uh, DePaul University on East Jackson Boulevard and then uh, the Federal Plaza. And then um, this year, we are gonna be ending up at a different location than in past years. So in past years, uh, the final location where um, where they had opened the doors to welcome Mary and Joseph was uh, St. Peter's in the Loop. But this year, we are very delighted just to say that um, it's gonna be Old St. Patrick's Church. So those are the five locations. So And then, Yep. I was just going to say logistics, just as people are listening. I know people, are, some cannot navigate downtown real well. If, if they're coming where, mm -hmm. and they're driving, should they park at Old St. Pat's at that parking lot? Or where? what are the logistics for people? I, I know public transportation would be recommended, but anything you can right. give our listeners in terms of how to get there and, and where you mm -hmm. end up. Mara, would you like to share something about that? Sure. Um, one of the things we would recommend is if, if you could park closer to All St. Pat's and then walk to the to where we're going to begin. Uh, it, Ida B. Wells used to be known as Congress. Mm -hmm. uh, Correct. And, and so it's on, on Congress. We used to be Congress and LaSalle. And then from there, we go to the different uh, points. And so we're going to end up at, at All St. Pat's so that way your, your car will be closer to the uh, 
to the parish or some you know a park somewhere in between mm-hmm. um as well would, would make sense but uh but yes i think public transportation would be the most recommended mm-hmm. um and especially if somebody is, is unable to to walk that, that distance, then you, you can wait for us at the parish. Mm-hmm. And when we get to us in Pats, we are going to have coffee and hot chocolate and pan dulce, um, you know, for people to, you know, it, it, might, it might be a little bit cold. So, you know, I think uh, bank on it. coffee mm-hmm. or hot chocolate will, you know, uh, will be very, very good. Now, <laughs> a question mark in that is, for those making the entire walk, what time does it begin? What, what time are people meeting? Sure. So so we begin at 11 a.m. On Friday, December 16th? Friday, and December 16th. If you do the entire route, how long is that? Is that a couple of miles? Hmm. It's uh, tr- Usually it's about a mile. Hmm. Um, I, don't, I haven't uh, calculated it. Since the we, we changed the final location to Old St. Pat's, mm-hmm. it's probably um, it might be a little over a mile. Okay, but it's pretty close to a mile. So this is no and Chicago. This people, is no Chicago Marathon. No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> if anyone cannot um, be there with us in person, we realize there's not everyone can do that. It will be live streamed. Be live streamed on Facebook. So if people go to um, our. Uh, the uh, webpage which you are showing, there is a link on there. Now, who's, video, who's videotaping the walk as you go along? Now, who's actually going to be videotaping? Is it going to be the office down here, Michael? You know, we're going live stream, which means the entire route will be live streamed from beginning to end. Is that correct? That's correct. Step by step. It, uh, that, that's wonderful. So now, if someone wanted to learn more about the 16th, Give us, Mark or Morrow, the website or the page you can go to. Well, the, the place where we could begin is the Archdiocesan website, which which we're seeing on the screen right now. Uh, we also have the information on our Facebook page, which is Facebook uh, Pastoral Migratoria. And we'll be putting up the information there as well. So go to archchicago.org. When you get there, the, then what are you clicking? It, Immigration ministry should be one Good. of the okay. one Excellent. of the options. Okay, so archchicago.org, click immigration ministry for Friday, December sixteenth, launching at eleven a.m. and the entire route, a little over a mile, ending in Old St. Pat's for a coffee, hot chocolate, and a little uh, little little sweets. Pan dulce. Pan dulce. Sweet bread. Our do- our daughter's mm-hmm. name is Dulce. Some days she's sweet. Some days she's, she's not. She's not sweet. But, but, but what about Baltimore and New York? I'm, fa- I'm still fascinated. How are they connecting to this? Sure. Well, um, as mentioned earlier, they are doing simultaneous uh, Posadas um, beginning beginning at exactly the same time. Exactly the same time. And so they're going to follow our same model, and uh, they will be um, – Doing the same prayers, uh, doing the same rosary, and uh, it's really exciting for us. And there's additional dioceses, uh, which include um, Salt Lake City, Utah, Stockton, California, and Fresno, California, which will be organizing Posadas for immigration reform at the parish level. 
whereas Baltimore and New York will be at the archdiocesan level. Now, quick question for either Mark or Morrow, and that is rain, sleet, blizzard, snow, whatever, you are marching and making the journey on the 16th. That is correct? Indeed. Yeah, nothing, nothing will stop us. And, and this, this probably wasn't a popular decision, but who says no? Which, when you knock on a door, which place, where are you knocking where they say no? <laughs> yeah, you know what, believe it or not, but that is one of the most difficult uh, roles that, that people uh, play. And sometimes they tell us that they really don't want to do it. Exactly. Tell them, no, I don't know. <laughs> that is great. want to thank in a very, very special way for joining us this morning, Mark Goebel and Mauro Pineda, for great work you are doing. Yes, and God bless thank you. you. Which will then be held a week from tomorrow, Friday, December 16th, beginning at 11 a.m. Go to archchicago.org, flip on or click on Immigration Ministry. So, Mark and Mauro, you've been two tremendous guests. Thank you for joining us, and God bless you. And we pray that the weather is decent because it is mid-December and maybe in the 30s and no blizzard going on or sleet and rain. So we're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750, 312-255-8408, youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackowitz, Mark Teresi, God bless you. Stay with us. Do not touch that dial. Thank Take you, care, guys. Mark, tomorrow. Thank you.